When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello there. It's showtime. Picture it. So welcome to the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. This is a special bonus episode for September. And today I have a special guest. I know him as Kevin. You might know him as KGZ. He is on Instagram, Twitter, all over the place. And Kevin, he is a actor, model, singer, cosplayer, and a podcaster himself. Welcome, Kevin. <laughs> all the hats I wear. It's crazy. When you lay it all out there. <laughs> that is a lot of hats. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just very eclectic. I don't know if I've like become exceptional at any of them, but I, you know, I get by on them. You know, mediocre on most of them. <laughs> well, you must be doing well, Kevin. Look at you. People love what you do, so you're well, doing right. You. Okay, so this episode, we're going to get to know Kevin a little more because... I know him mainly because he is a huge part of the Charmed original series community, as well as really a lot of other properties that... What's happening? Where, should, where, do, we, where do we begin? Where do we begin? The beginning of time. Uh, <laughs> what was the first... Like We can talk about the earliest thing I've loved, I suppose, or we can talk about... Yeah! Why not? Okay. Let's, let, let's go there. Like, When did you realize that you had such a passion for things such as Charmed or 
for properties like this, pop culture properties, and you've cosplayed as a lot of things as yeah, well. So my yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I've always just kind of been into the nerdy things. I've liked things that had an element of supernatural or an element of magic or an element of, you know, some kind of power. Like X-Men was really big too, because, oh, yes. you know, anything that could do somebody, I mean, especially with elemental stuff, but there's always a, I liked that magic stuff. And, uh, <laughs> especially elemental when it could just, something that can just shoot out or like a beam, almost like yeah. Cyclops. This man is regularly seen as Cyclops for any X-Men fans out there. That's a, that's a staple of mine nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love my Cyclops. Um, yeah, I think I just, I always liked that stuff. And I, I always was drawn, even before that though, I was, uh, drawn to things with music. And the singing. Uh, which makes sense with some of the topics we're going to cover today. So music yeah. really started your world going. Right. And like my parents weren't musicians and they didn't know anything. And, you know, I'm not really trained in music at all, but I have a really good ear. Like I met like the match pitch. So and that's I just kind of do that. And it sparked other things, I suppose. <laughs> I was like, what do I all get into? I don't know. <laughs> Well, were you into musical theater when you were in school, by any chance? Uh, I let's see. Well, I saw some, the first play I saw was Annie. The first musical oh. I saw was Annie. Uh, that was on stage, and I was probably about five. Um, and I don't remember much about it, but I do remember like little. I remember the headshot wall. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, these pictures. I want a picture here. <laughs> Ooh, see yourself up there one day. Yeah, and then I we did field trips in school to me see plays and musicals, and then I really wanted to do stuff then, but my parents couldn't afford to um, sign me up for classes or like there's a children's theater called First Stage that we could do, but uh, my first real play didn't happen until high school. When I auditioned for stuff. Do you remember what it was that you auditioned for? <sighs> what was it? I believe it, oh it was well the first thing I auditioned for was a Shakespeare play. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. That's serious stuff there. That was serious. It's my very first ever audition, and I was The Merry Wives of Windsor. <laughs> I love it. And I got cast. It was my like first week of school. I got cast as like some like minor character. But I was like, oh, cool. I have some lines. I'm going to be like a little sidekick. It'd be great. And then I like mixed up my rehearsal days, and they kicked me out. No! Oh they, my goodness! I know, little fifteen-year-old me. I'm like, I came on a day that I wasn't scheduled for, and then I missed a day I was scheduled for. And he's like, in the real world, you'd be fired right away. I'm like, well, thanks. My first ever show as a fifteen-year-old freshman. Uh, I guess that's is, a life lesson. That's Kevin. That is terrible. I mean, you're not out in the real world yet. Give the kid a chance. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. Funny thing about that too is the guy was a guest director, and I ended up seeing him later on in my in my theater repertoire he is a teacher for youth for kids at a theater that i do a lot of shows at now <laughs> did he did he recognize you he has no recollection of me whatsoever here but i'm just like you're that guy that kicked me out of my first play <laughs> maybe one day you'll just go up to him and be like you know what i was 15 and i came on the wrong day wow okay so along the same lines you're cosplaying yeah, yeah. when did that begin and do you remember your first it's I'm, well, I did a lot of, like, dressing up. I did, like, some little Spider-Man stuff first. Um, and Spider-Man is a big staple of mine, too. But uh, I just got a random suit, and I would walk around outside. At, like, I went to the Salvation Army or, like, Target and walked around the aisles in my costume and be like, hey! <laughs> did you get, Did you get you know, re reactions from people? Yeah, people thought I was some crazy lunatic, but... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> which I probably was, you know, it's fine. But I had a fun time. I and the thing, the thing about that was that's funny is <laughs> because the Spider Man did, suit didn't have any like footies on it or like like uh, soles on it. Oh I would, yeah, I would slide on the tile, so I would like tr- keep tripping. I would be running around and then fall on my face. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> um, and there's video of that on YouTube too. It's because it's my first. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Have you gone back and seen it? Lately? Uh, not lately, but uh, and the thing is, there was no audio on that video, but I ended up adding a commentary to it. <laughs> oh, my <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a lame but it's fine. Um, <laughs> but at least you can go back and laugh, you know, laugh I was at creative, it. you know, I was... That is it, right. Creativity. You know? mm-hmm. Which is something a lot of people, you know, don't have, or it doesn't yeah. hit them right away, so... Yeah, I'm trying something. It might be awful, it might be stupid, but I'm doing it, you know? <laughs> so Spider-Man, what, so that was your first foray, really, like, in real life, attempting the costume and going right. out into the real world, the real world. Real world. <laughs> but um, my first convention, my first cosplay at a convention was... In 2011, and I did a Batman Vegeta with him in the pink shirt. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I went and I, it was something easy. I went on the bus with my crazy spiky wig and I had my pink shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. And from there, it just kind of spiraled and I got more invested and looked for more detailed things and fancier things. And yeah. <laughs> kind of now, do you, do you go by the month, by the week, and do you think of ideas for the future? Or is it something that hits you almost like you see a character one day and go, you know what? Like, I haven't tried that character yet. Or is it really just ones that you feel truly passionate about? It's a mixture of all those things. Like, I do have like a, like a list of cosplays I want to do and I'm like okay I think it's time for this one I'm ready to pull that one out of the out of the hat uh, <laughs> um, but some say I'm watching a show and I you know I'm just learning it and just like you know I really identify with that character or I think I can pull that character off and then I'll add it to my list and you know work on it from there so it's it's fun it's good <laughs> and do you find that there's one that gets the most attention uh, Cyclops is a big one my uh, yeah my Sailor Saturn cosplay got a lot of attention too oh my goodness for any Sailor Moon fans Kevin has this, what would you call like a, is it called a gender bend? Correct, a gender bend. Mm-hmm. And he is Sailor Saturn, and my God, I mean, I love Sailor Moon. So for any Sailor Moon fans out there who are listening, who wants to see really cool, cool pictures. Yeah, it was fun. And that I wasn't really planning on doing, but I had friends that were putting this group together, and they asked me to be a part of it, and I'm like, sure, why not? This sounds fun. And uh, yeah, we I got all this stuff together, and we the the bodysuits themselves were kind of commissioned by our person that did Sailor Moon. So they commissioned a private artist and they made all of our suits. And so it was all the same maker, all consistent throughout. And So unison, so you actually look like the, the group. Yeah, so yeah. you're all the same kind of look. Was Sailor Saturn actually a, a character that you enjoyed or did you get just placed into that role? They gave me a list of who was available still. So there, was, there were several ones I'm just like, I like Sailor Saturn. I'll do Sailor Saturn. <laughs> so. Silent but deadly. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't know. Um, because I, you know, she's kind of, she's like super like minor, but un, un, she's like well known, but she's like an underdog because she's yes. not like always. She's not always in the forefront. She's not always the one fighting, but she she comes in. She's like, watch out. <laughs> like <laughs> that is right. When she's not like you said, she's not used often, but she's when she really is needed, and she comes and she she makes a statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of always how it felt like because I was never like 
the leader type. But like with Power Rangers too, I never really identified with the leader character. I always went for the underdog, like Billy. I do I cosplay as Billy. Um, and Which is the perfect segue. Okay, so this I yeah. love this. I mean, <laughs> Billy himself, David Yost. I've seen him like your stuff before. So is that like a head trip that the actual Blue Ranger? And have you met him in real life? I've met him a few times. I've actually funny story because I actually I had to mail him some stuff. So, um, I, I, he did a, several years ago now, he did like a walk down Hollywood Boulevard as the Blue Ranger wearing the suit and everything. So I had to, cool. yeah. And I had to lend him like my cuffs and boot things and he borrowed them from me. And so, wow. <laughs> yeah. So we talked and I, and, cause he was going after Billy Salise who had them first and then Billy, I bought them from Billy. So he had to come to me to get them in. It was a fun little triangle, but yeah. And then I met up with him again at Paramorphicon. After that, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get my stuff back. Like, hey. <laughs> I hope he had it. <laughs> he did have it. He oh did have God. it. But it was hard because I was in another cosplay at the time with another group. So it's just like, I can't get it right now. I have to like just put it somewhere. And then so we had to come back a couple times. And uh, yeah, and we got our pictures and things like that. And then he came to Chicago, like I think a year after that. And I'm just like, I was just like Aladdin at the time. And <laughs> <laughs> and I came, hey, it's Kevin. He's like, I know who you are. I know, I know what you look like. <laughs> like okay. Oh my God. God so, that must be a head trip. Yeah, it's it's so neat. It's crazy to think you know, like a little five-year-old me. And now, now you're like, okay, we're friends. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> that is great. So I, I have to say as well, Billy was always my favorite. I don't know if it's subconsciously almost sensing that he is that underdog kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, he is. He was such a lovable character. What I loved about Blue Rangers, especially his arc, but Blue Rangers in general, the arc is similar. They start off as like very much the underdog, very this person that you don't think is gonna be able to do much, and then they they progress and they grow, and then they become a real force to be reckoned with. They learn and they adapt, and they have this really nice character arc, and I love that. <laughs> and really, Billy, his end of his arc, didn't he become almost like somebody in the command center and was really in control of all that and helping out in that side, the technical side of things? Yeah, after he stopped being a ranger, he was kind of there as a support, and then and then he like fell in love with an alien or something and then went up to the aliens, but <laughs> he's like, I'm going, I'm going to go live with them now up there. <laughs> oh, I hope you're happy there, Billy, with your alien love. I hope it's mm -hmm. going strong still. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, that would be nice. <laughs> we find out all these years later how they're doing. <laughs> okay, so you started with Mighty Morphin then. Correct, yeah. It was, I was in first grade or so when that came out. I think we were, we were born, are you the same age as me? I'm 85, you're 80. 85, 87. So. 87, okay. okay. So, so yeah, I was, God, was I in first grade? Second grade? Third because it started when I was like right in first grade so you must have been like right in third grade when it came third, out okay so third grade and my god so perfect timing to get into Power Rangers yeah 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 <laughs> and did you continue through the series up until recent do you still watch the new entities are you picking and choosing or are you just more classic up to a certain point after Turbo you know, you know like <laughs> all of these different <laughs> incarnations it is really funny because when it was when I was younger I did fall off at a certain point I think I probably we watched probably through a round in space okay okay yes um, sounds about right for me too <laughs> yeah and then i kind of dropped off uh but then after i started doing the cosplay i got all wrapped up in this power ranger community and i was going to conventions all the time and so i was like watching them all the way through uh and i did watch the dino charge one from beginning oh, to end i think that is really it's so good so good i mean i would say mighty morphin is my favorite but dino charge is amazing 
Yeah, I loved Dino Charge. So I, I ended up doing a Mighty Morphin Dino Charge hybrid cosplay. I don't know if you ever saw that. I don't think I did. Oh, okay. I have to send you pictures. It was really cool because I got like the basic suit of like what Dino Charge was with like the little cross. That yes, that sash um, thing. <laughs> yes, and then when it had that little triangle thing, I have a little Triceratops in there, a little blue Triceratops, and then my little um battery. I put a little yes. blue Triceratops on there as well. I took the Pink Ranger one and I just put blue stickers, like I commissioned some stickers and it, and then I had my, yeah, it's so cool. It was really fun. So I'll send you pictures of that. <laughs> Is that half the fun, designing everything and getting to change the costume and customize it to look basically like fit you, but also have this unique things like you're saying with, with the, right. you know, you, you got your custom made sticker that went on it. Yeah. And when things like that, when it's something that's very unique and specific that you're coming up with an idea that you had, there is something very rewarding about that. And I think that's probably why that hybrid is one of my favorite cosplays too, just because no one else has ever done it. I'm the only one. And, Ooh, so you're down yeah. in the Power Ranger holes of, of, <laughs> yeah, of um, my goodness. Yeah, I really wanted to get a whole team together of, of those kind of hybrid rangers, but no one else agreed to do it. So I'm like, fine. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get, like, I know. start something. There, you're, is, you're... there is some fan art that was made of it, of that, so you never know. Okay, so you, you're saying the Power Ranger community, which I know is a huge, I mean, they are loyal, loyal fans. Yeah. Would you say, though, what, if you had to compare the Charmed community to the Power Ranger community, are they just <laughs> as as hardcore, or do you do you see one battle the other, like, for uh, fandom, like, levels of fandom? Oh, my gosh. I think, I think no matter what fandom you are, they are going to be the crazies, and they're going to be the ones that are, you know, all about... I mean, because, you know, I'm all about things. I get obsessive. But uh, with Power Rangers, it's been, it's been, you know, you go back to Super Sentai, the Japanese, where... It, adapted from that's like 40 plus years of that My plus like 25 yes. plus years of power rangers and people are all about all that and they say oh but did you watch this and this and this and <laughs> going back to the original like you said the japanese source material is that a yeah. big thing as well for um, oh yeah the loyalists yeah if you're not if you have not watched any super sentai they don't count you a real fan if you just know <laughs> power rangers you have to yeah right you need to know you need to go back to your roots <laughs> like <laughs> man i mean it's sometimes it's hard because like you said there's how many years 40 plus years of yeah. material so yeah. even availability i would imagine isn't as readily yeah there used to be a website or a place you can watch them but then as they were slowly released onto dvds then they would take them off so you have to get the dvds then to uh... <laughs> and then they go out of print as we know with various other things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> charms books go out of print very fast <laughs> they went out yeah they went out very fast i didn't have to worry about that but uh because I had them pre-ordered back in the day. So smart. So I used to go to Borders to pick them up, but I should have been pre-ordering them on Amazon or something like that as well. <laughs> yeah, I went to Barnes & Noble, so very similar. Um, oh, that's where I met you. <laughs> that's true. Oh, wait, I, look at these segues. Look at these segues we're doing. <laughs> we should mention that. That's true. So, yeah, Kevin, how long ago was this now? That like, was... 2019, I think? Was it? Why does it seem like five... I know the shutdowns and everything. It just seems like it was a million years ago now. Yeah. But... It was like right before, because it was like November of 2019. My goodness. Holy crap. So, being Charmed fans that we are, Alyssa Milano was out in New York to do a book signing for the day, and Kevin, you ended up flying in for the day. I flew in just for a day, just to meet her. <laughs> I came in, I uh, did a photo shoot, and then I went right to the, the Barnes & Noble. I was there like three hours early, too. 
It's so, I mean, you, I'm so glad too, because I, we had talked after this and, and mentioned too, like, they had no idea even where things were going to be. Like when, yeah. when you got there earlier, they're like, we kind of think it's going to be there. We might be there. And the whole time I know me as well. I'm like, wait, are we going to miss it? Are we not going to get in? I is there so a certain scared. cutoff? <laughs> I thought there's going to be like a line to get in the door. Like I wasn't sure what to expect. So I was there. I'm like, I'm making sure I get here early because... You know, I want to be there and get it. <laughs> and you were there with your book of shadows. And you have one of the, I mean, you have a beautiful replica. Yes. I didn't bring my actual replica. I brought my DVD set, actually. Um, oh, so you did have your, okay, you brought your DVD set. Smart. But it's, it's, it's you know, the one Rob has that it's like that. Except yes. I have, I have the bigger version. I have the limited deluxe edition version. So, oh, see, see, I have the smaller one as well. So there was another, uh, uh, like a deluxe one then. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, because that's why it's more broader. Yeah. It's it's taller, it's wider, um, and inside, there's not, because in the small one, they have those little sleeves that they're in. Yes. And there, all the discs are one page in little um, clip wow. holders. Wow. Um, so it's a lot nicer, but th- they went out a lot faster. And the thing is, if you're trying to buy that one, it's hard because you might get the other one. They, they try to mix and match and try to trick you. And That's right. They label it as like the complete series Book of Shadows all the time. And then you yeah. know, what is it? <laughs> Yes, it's officially the official name is limited deluxe edition. Is how you know it's the larger one. That's good to know because I have to say that the original one, that smaller one, all the and I'm sure you know this from over the years, right? All the the pages, like the little slip in for the discs, they rip and they're oh, all scratched. All the discs were scratched. Right. They came scratched. It was a uh, nightmare. Yeah, I heard all. I heard all the stories. I never got that one, so I don't know. But I heard all the stories about it. I'm like, oh, I'm so lucky I got the one I did. And now there's that Blu-ray that you got. Yeah. Uh, this Blu-ray. Oh my goodness! And it's it's. I just happen to have it next to me. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> perfect uh, timing. And this this is a lot like the other one, except the pages are really because they're very blocky. They're very Ooh. square. But this this has sleeves like that too. So, but so. it looks almost like they imp- at least it looks like they improved the improved. sleeves. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and they have like a bonus disc. I think because when the season three Blu-ray came out, they messed up the, the they didn't have all the scenes in there they're supposed to have. So that is crazy. Too. But you know what's funny about when we met Alyssa in New York? Because yeah, I saw you, but we didn't like. It's just weird. No, we had no. I I had no idea Kevin was this you know charmed person. And then I think when did I? I don't even know when I found out. I think it was like a few weeks later that I was like, oh my god, wait. right? <laughs> yeah, because I think. Yeah, I was trying to find because I was trying to find people that were there. I'm like, I want to make friends. I want to find who who was all in there, and you know, I was trying to look at Alyssa's tags, like if they're taking her. I'm like, oh, oh, I saw you, I saw you. Um, she did do that, right? She tagged people. That was yeah, smart. That yeah. was smart. So, but yeah, what's funny is though, like I went up to her, I talked to her, I got my thing signed, and then I left. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't get a picture. <laughs> I'm like, I can't leave here and not get a picture with Alyssa Milano. So I ran, oh, I ran back. in. Yeah, my God. Right, right. I ran back. I'm like, oh my gosh, can I get back in line? <laughs> I'm so glad that they didn't tell you no or something like that because that yeah. would have been heart, heartbreaking yeah. after waiting that long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, I got my picture. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was extremely nervous getting up there, but I was at ease as soon as, you know, talking to her, which was really nice. She's so easy to talk to. Was she the first uh, charm star you met? Holly and Brian were the before. first. Okay. I have to say Brian, like, I mean, you've met him so many times, but he actually made me felt the most comfortable right away. Holly, I was just like, I didn't even know what to say. 
<laughs> my experience is exactly the same. Yeah. I was like, so much when I talk to Holly, I'm like, I, I can't make words. But Brian is so easy, so chill to talk to. Oh my God. He's, he's super great. <laughs> and he makes you feel Important. like he's literally giving you the time yeah. to talk to you that he really, not that I'm not saying the other girls or whoever doesn't do that, but yeah, he just seems so lovable. I yeah. Mean, and he asks you questions. He tells you really stories. It's just been very personable. And, you know, it's, you know, and he always compliments my arms when he sees me, which is always a great thing. Well, that is, I mean, if you're going to have <laughs> Leo compliment yeah. you. I mean, if for any listening who aren't Charmed fans, he's a main character on this show. He's basically a guardian angel, for lack of a better word. And he's just this, such a sweet character. And it's, it's like that in real life, evidently, as well. And he contemplates your body, which is always wonderful. I know. I'm like, I'll take him. Like, Leo? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's doing that for everybody, so that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's definitely more of a goofball than his character. He's so, he's so wacky, and I love that. <laughs> oh, I can't can't wait till they start hopefully maybe we'll get a charmed convention here in the states and not, not australia or uh, that's all i need just please <laughs> just a small one a small one please <laughs> a small <laughs> gathering a few just a few mm-hmm. bring, bring grams daryl out <laughs> okay so let's see how we can link this to charm the next topic that we okay. want to cover with you <laughs> actually is there a segue for this Hmm. Yeah, the other one's just gonna happen naturally. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just talking. That was fantastic. That was a great segue. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, Kevin is also very well known for dressing up as a character from this classic cartoon series, Animaniacs. I mean, <laughs> how much love do you get for that picture you posted? It. <laughs> uh, people. I mean, I did like TikToks in my Yakko Warner. Uh, and I did like li- lip syncs and stuff. So those was I think what really got did. popular. <laughs> and yeah, I love Animaniacs. That was probably one of the earliest, earliest besides after. Well, there's like stuff before that, but when I was like eight, Animaniacs was like my thing. <laughs> and you mentioned music, so music Animaniacs continuously had musical songs, numbers, yes. and maybe that's also what appealed to you as well. I mean, besides the wackiness and the shenanigans. Yeah. I always thought the character designs were so cute, too, and I, you know, and there was three of them, and, you know, I had a younger brother and sister that we always, I'm like, we are... We're like the Animaniacs now. We can be the Animaniacs. So I would pl- we would play like we were the Animaniacs. <laughs> so you were the so you're the oldest then. I'm the oldest. So yeah. you're the pr- well, here we go back to charm, but you're the pru then. It's, it's weird because <laughs> it's, it's weird cause how you look at it, because I do have a half sister as well, but she, she's older. So I have an older half sister. Then there's me, and then my dad's kids, me, my brother, and my sister. Oh my god! So if your half sister was your youngest sister, that right. would be that would be really be something. Crazy. I know, I know. So it is very strange. I'm like, I'm like, so I'm like, no, is she the page or the prue? I don't know because she does have a lot of prue qualities, and she is the oldest one. But then you know, <laughs> it's weird. It's a strange thing. So and then you know, I I have somewhere between a prue and a piper. I know that much. Okay, okay. So. Both older sisters at various points in the show. So there you go. (laughs) Yes. I'm the oldest of my dad's kids. So. (laughs) So, okay. So yes, there's the trio. So it is siblings in this cartoon, which is, I think that's fun to have siblings. Siblings Mm -hmm. that get along and actually love and care about each other as well. That's something that I was always about. Anytime, and I think that was big with Charmed, same with Animaniacs, is because I liked, I was drawn to those things with the siblings. I was always close to them. 
And, oh, uh, see, that's nice. That's nice yeah. because most people think like, oh, it's siblings and they're rivals and they're fighting all the time. But to have shows like that mm-hmm. that show this love. Yeah, so many of our friends would be like, why do you, why do you like your brother so much? Or why do you like your sister so much? I'm like, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, why don't you? You're not, you don't like your brother and sisters? <laughs> I mean, like, right? I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, that might, they might have tort- been tortured or something. But yeah, yeah that's... Yeah. I agree. I mean, if you can get along with your siblings, it's so nice. It's such Mm -hmm. a wonderful thing to have. Yeah. What did you think about the 2020 Animaniacs when they came back to Hulu? Did you notice a difference? Did you enjoy kind of the modern take, you know, the modern topics they did as well, I would say? I mean, I liked it a lot. I mean, it was definitely different and it wasn't as much. I I liked the old one better for sure, but uh, the new one is still very enjoyable and... uh, I had a lot of fun with the topics they cho- they stayed they stayed on brand. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, and the, the jokes were very fun, and there's, it was always political, so that was always fun to to see what they thought about the current state of affairs, right. <laughs> or at least, they, they or at least always, two years ago. You know, yeah, they really always did like almost like current satire. events. Yeah, satire is perfect satire yeah. of things. Yeah, and I've met them too. I've met all the voice actors of them <sighs> as well. Uh, and oh, I'm actually going to the Animaniacs in concert in February as well. I Wait, they they're doing a they're, concert tour. You're kidding! And you're going to perform songs from Animaniacs? Uh huh. Wow. Where's that going to be, Kevin? Um, it, it's going to be at the Pabst here in Milwaukee, but they're touring all around, so different cities and Holy different things. So, so go on the lookout. Go on the lookout and see. That is really cool. Animaniacs live. They usually do that when they make a convention appearance. They would have a night where they do that. Um, but when I met them in Chicago, uh, they actually had to cancel that night. So I'm like, well, here's my second chance. And <laughs> I'm going to dress up. I'm going to wear my yakko. But I also convinced my younger brother and sister to dress up as well. So. Oh, my goodness. That is perfect. <laughs> I can't wait. Are they excited? Have, are they into anything like pop culture wise like you are and, and things like that? They they humor me and they do like things, but they don't they don't get as intense about it as I do because I get really into things. So they're just like, oh, that's cool. But I, so I had to really convince them to dress up. I'm like, come on, it'll be fun. Just do it. Please do it. I'll buy your tickets. <laughs> I mean, and to have your actual brother and sister, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Are yeah. you designing, like, putting together the outfits for them? Yep. I already have my brother's yeah, Wacko Warner hat and his blue shirt. I'm like, just wear a pair of black pants. That's all you need. And we'll, I got you covered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I bought my sister's little yellow flower that she's going to wear. So. <sighs> <laughs> this is am- okay so later on we're gonna give kevin's details but be on the lookout for these photos at some point yeah i'm super excited wow. <laughs> doing research for today's episode it seems like they got picked up for three seasons altogether. Mm-hmm. so are we gonna see animaniacs continue on now yeah yeah i'm i'm interested <laughs> now you did know? you like them better than Tiny Toons, then, because I, I mean they're kind of like sister sister properties, if in yeah. a way. Yeah, they you know same people. Tiny Toons was first. Tiny Toons came out first, um, and I did enjoy Tiny Toons as well. I I have my Babs and Buster Bunny up there with, next to my Animaniacs figures. Oh, uh, the best Babs and Buster. <laughs> yes, um, and I do remember those. Happy Meal toys, those Burger King toys, whatever they were. Oh my god, okay. (laughs) Thank you for bringing these up because those were a highlight of my childhood, getting those. I love them. Cars, yeah, they were like each unique, kind of like shaped. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that brings me retro. Back. There we go. That is very retro. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I remember see the, if I have those. Yeah, still. I had the. I remember my um go go one. My little go go one. Oh my god, that's the one that just came to my head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the. I, I guess that one stood out for some reason. But I, my, we had two of them. I think we had two of those. That's why they were. We each had you know. For playing was, but yeah, I remember we had a Elvira. No, is it Elmira? Elmira. Yeah, El, I I always say the same thing. Too. Yeah, Elmira. <laughs> and then there was Montana Max. I believe yeah. I yeah, had. Yeah. I always thought mm. him and Elmira were gonna like be an item. They looked like they were meant for each other. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> especially because they're the only, were they the only two humans. Basically? I think so. I think so. Maybe that's why typecast. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> that or siblings, something. They looked... They, yeah. They had, like, this very, like, um, baby-esque, childlike look. Yeah. <laughs> so another topic, and this kind of makes sense again. So we're connecting the pieces here. Okay. Lamb Chops Play Along. Yeah, it's Lamb Chops Play Along. Join the kids and play along. We got a lot of good stuff for you. And you. And you. You, yeah, and especially you. This show is classic. This is talk about retro. Yes, I mean only the oldest people would remember this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, you, everyone here listening, you're old enough, and you're <laughs> so we're not as old. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, right. Hope you're older than me, <laughs> please. But this is Sherry Lewis, who unfortunately had passed away. But my God, this show! Talk about music. I mean, oh my gosh. Were you were you singing along at the end with Charlie Horse and uh, singing "This Is the Song That Never Ends" of as course. a kid? Of course. on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I was all about it. I was, and the, you know, the, even the beginning of the song, make a muscle. I said, you know. Yes. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb chops, play along, join the kids and play along. We got a lot of good times for you and you and you and you and you. And you. <laughs> okay. that, oh my gosh. That is, those songs, those Iconic. songs are childhood. I mean, that's childhood in a bottle for me. Yes, yes. And I remember because like I had, when I had to go to kindergarten class, I was so upset because I'm like, I have to go to school and miss Lamb Chop? Like, this is <laughs> Like, this is not okay. Um, so we did have the VCR, and we, they taped the episodes for me, so I'd watch them when I got home from school every day. So I ha- actually, I find I had a box somewhere, a VHS tape full of uh, Lamb Chop play-along episodes. Because I wonder if they're, they're probably not, oh, well, maybe they are on DVD. Everything is on DVD now, but. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. I should check it out, because, yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, that is a, cl- I mean, that's a show. Do you also have char- your Charm DHS tapes? Yeah. Yeah, the one because the ones where I taped them off the TV, and I still have all those old school commercials. Ava Save a Lot. This was <laughs> Alyssa Milano. I don't know if this because I've mentioned this a few times, and people are like, "What? Thank I do not know Ava Save a Lot." Yeah, you have to know. This, up, Kevin. <laughs> this were commercials back in. I don't know if they were strictly on the WB at the time where Charms was. They did always show it because of Charms, but I think there were other places too. But it was basically Alyssa Milano playing <laughs> Ava Save a Lot, <laughs> and she, it was a it was a. Um, 
uh, a collect coal uh, commercial. commercial. <laughs> wow, we're really going yeah, retro. We are. I'm just like, wait, those don't even exist anymore. <laughs> so, but Ava Save a Lot and those it's commercials. Those are 1-800-COLLECT, right? Wasn't it 1-800-COLLECT? was 1-800-COLLECT. Yeah. And she was sure, she was like, I'm Ava Save a Lot. I'm gonna, you know, like. <laughs> it was basically Galissa as a under, like an agent. Yeah, like a little spy. Mm. Oh. And then I she did those. candy commercials as, as she well. She did. She did. Oh, see, see, us old people know these things <laughs> in our thirties. <laughs> the good old days. Oh, the good old days. I was thinking. Oh, amen. That's right. So uh, yeah, keeping those commercials in is half the battle. Because I used to try to cut the commercials. I did too. But then you'd be like, Oh no, it's Alyssa. Yeah, I, like, I just see, I have to save this commercial. <laughs> But then I'm like, now I'm mad that I cut the commercials up because before I'm trying to save all the space for the good show. But I'm like, of course, I wish I had those commercials. So I have to go back and look at my VHS tapes and see what pops up. <laughs> a lot of, I mean, kids nowadays they don't realize that we had like what on a tape, and if you wanted the tape, if you wanted the episode to look good, you had to put it on fast speed. Yeah. There was like a lower speed and a speed. Oh my god, yes. And the more you got, the quality went down, but. <laughs> Charmed, it's like no qual- high quality. Four episodes on <laughs> one of the VHS. I'm trying to think the first because I didn't start recording any, any episodes until season three. I'm old now, and I'm older, and I have I have resources. I can do this. So, <laughs> like, I was what I was an eighth grader when it was in eighth grade when when uh, season three was going on. But I remember I recorded. I think I recorded Bride and Gloom. I love yeah. it. You started around then, yeah. And I did. I definitely had to do Just Harry because this was the big wedding event. Just Harry. And of course, I recorded all hell breaks loose. I would watch that whenever I was whenever my my friends came over. I'm like, we gotta watch all hell breaks loose. They're like, what? <laughs> I feel like crying today. I need to cry. <laughs> Kevin, that summer, uh, non charms fans out there, but this is the season three finale where uh, it's the last appearance of Shannon Doherty's character on the show. But talk about that whole summer, Kevin. What is going to happen? How are they going to do this? How are they going to fix oh. this? How is Prue going to come? No. Uh, I remember because I knew before All Hope Breaks Loose aired that there's rumors that she wasn't coming back. I remember the rumors in the air and my friend, she's like, I'm like, no, and they would have those online petitions. I'm like, I got to sign this petition. Yes, the online petition. <laughs> Did they ever do anything? We don't know, but we tried. <laughs> it was like, it made us feel like, you know, seen and we had a community. We're like, <laughs> calling them out. <laughs> Save Shannon. <laughs> so true. Okay. So now that I have you here, I always bring this up. Do you remember how hated Paige was? Yeah. Because people nowadays are just like, oh, Paige, like, they have no inclination, I don't think, the newer generation that people hated Paige. I mean, they gave poor Paige and Rose hell for the first season. I remember people like, she's not pro, she's not pro. I mean, and we're both pro fanatics over here, but <laughs> they, my yeah. God, the, the kids nowadays. It, it was a huge shock. Um, what was that? A sh- huge shock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah people were just like and there were a lot of people that stopped watching it like yes. at that point. um there's one someone who actually on my podcast is like yeah i don't know anything past crew because i stopped watching when page came i'm like really interesting see i was too invested i can never uh, yeah I, that's the thing like it, i mean and i feel like we're similar in this it was about prue but we did love the other sisters as well so it's kind of like well you can't abandon the other two that you right, loved all these right. years you know, it they did feel like 
family to me. Like I was, I you know, I was watching them through the years, growing up with them. It yes. felt like I felt a connection to them. So it's like I can't abandon them at this time of need. You know? Oh, that's right. They just lost their sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's it, it's so true, and and I'm sure the same thing happened with you. It gets you through these shows, even not just charms or anything, but these shows really get people through things, happy times, sad times. Yeah. Just rewatching the series like this, you grow with the series almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Where are we? I, I feel like we get distracted, but it's fine. By the way, I'm going to label this Encharmed, just because... <laughs> I mean... Random Encharmed. Because I, I mean, random Encharmed, because it's always going to come back to Charmed at this point. I mean, I, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to tie this back to classic shows and music, because you also like a show, which I love as well, oh my god, The Elephant Show from 1984. Holy lord. <laughs> This was... Actually, I didn't even know it was a Canadian production. I didn't either, huh? So, Canadian TV show starring Canadian singers Sharon, Lewis, and Bram. Lois and Bram. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. remember the, the opening? It's like, with Sharon, Lois, and then <laughs> and Bram. Bram. <laughs> Bram was very fancy. He had the and Bram. <laughs> yeah, well, he had that little, like, goatee, that little scruff, you know? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> he was so daddy. Oh my god! He was daddy before there was a daddy. <laughs> and they hung around with the giant elephant, which I love. This the elephant really didn't speak, but it was a tuba. Yeah, it made like noises. It's it like whatever. <laughs> so similar to like a peanuts, I guess, like a teacher or something. Yep. It had a, like a, yeah, like a two, some kind of instrument sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what the elephant was. But they would, and they would basically was, sing. Yeah, and then his name was Elephant. That's like <laughs> Elephant. Oh, Elephant. <laughs> That's very easy for them to remember as well. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think I don't know if it was because of the show or before the show, but elephants were my favorite animal, and they're still my favorite animal, and that's why I was, had a big connection to that show. Did you like, was it Babar? Babar, yes! The elephant! I was obsessed with Babar, too. Because elephants, I had a thing for elephants in my youth. So I think it must have started there. You must have wanted a giant elephant to come around, speak in some kind of language that you would understand, because they seem to understand the, the, the elephant speech. <laughs> Oh my god, and what about that intro? The, the spider one coming out of a spider? came out to play upon a spider's web one day. They had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. I had, I had, um, I had a VHS tape. I had a VHS tape of all those episodes, too, because someone gave it to me for my birthday when I was turned, like, six or something, five or six. And, uh, and I didn't have cable to watch it, so... I would watch this VHS tape like crazy. Again, those VHS tape disintegrated. If you watch something long enough, it's not like DVD. <laughs> no, you start to get, feel the wires, you still steal the fiber optics or whatever on the screen. Track, <laughs> pressing tracking, hopefully, and it's still like, oh my god, thank god technology. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember, what's the point I remember? There's a lot of episodes up that I remember. I remember Zabba Dabba Dewey when the kid who got his tonsils out. Yes! Like, Zabba Dabba Dewey! <laughs> that must have been a classic one because that stands out to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then remember the Hall there's a Halloween one that was pretty fun. And they went to UNICEF. They did do UNICEF. UNICEF. Yes. yes. And then they would show, I'm assuming they would tour and do concerts in real life too because they would show yeah. concerts. Concert clips. Yes. Yes. Uh, Damn, they were ahead of the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the ending, they did another... They, I think it was very popular for uh, 
shows of that time to have like a nice opening and then that ending. You know, the Skinner Rinky Dinky Doo. Oh, that was a song. I remember always singing that too as yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what's lacking. Don't you feel, Kevin, with TV shows nowadays in general? Where are the theme songs? Where are the There's no amazing ones that get you pumped? Right. No, it's just like, here's a little like 10 seconds of something okay the the show's starting i remember when supernatural came out because that was like the year after charmed ended like yes charmed ended. i'm like i'm like oh supernatural maybe this will be my new thing i was so excited I'm like, siblings maybe this my, yeah maybe this will be my, be my new thing and then i'm like what are they gonna do opening credits every i watch every episode like where's the opening credits no <laughs> where's the theme song i always because you know i found like carry on my wayward son that's their song where's the opening credits of that that would have been epic <laughs> Right, that would fit perfectly for them. Yeah, but especially no. since they played it all the time. Yeah, but no, no opening credits for them. I'm like, I w- missed opportunity. <laughs> can you even think of a show? I mean, maybe Animaniacs when they came back, they had their theme song again. But I can't think of the last time a show had a great, catchy theme song, yeah. especially and, on TV. Yeah, all those shows from the 80s and 90s, even 70s, they all had really awesome theme songs, and that's how you it, it's it sticks with you. That's how you remember the show. That's how you think about the show. It's something to bond with, you know, it's, ugh. And especially with, really, your musical background, too. It really seems that kids need shows like this. I mean, of course, we all love music. But especially for children that want to maybe get into musical theater, singing, acting. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I love that. You know what's, because I'm from Milwaukee. You know, there's a show that took place in Milwaukee. Actually, a couple shows. Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days. Oh, my so both, both the clips in Milwaukee. Yeah. With both amazing t- uh, TV theme, theme songs. songs. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Laverne and Shirley. Have you, have you recreated the Laverne and Shirley theme song at, at, at any point? I should. Shamazo. Shamazo. Has a pepper incorporated. <laughs> we'll get you somebody to, to be your Laverne or your Shirley, depending We're on who you want to be. Away. Yes, away. Okay. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Talk about theme songs. Happy <laughs> See, days. Like, is it Happy Days? Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to, I actually made a CD called Tune Into TV. It was all these songs from the shows that I loved. And uh, I should find that somewhere. That would be fun, too. <laughs> and, and there's so many. Like you said, the 70s, the 80s, and 90s is truly the period of yeah. themes. That I mean... <laughs> Maybe the 2000s. Although going back to Power Rangers, Dino, Dino Charge, Dino Force. Oh my! Oh my God. gosh! All and those those are consistent. Those Power Ranger shows they still whip out those theme songs. They're amazing. And do you like how they always give you like the kind of Mighty Morphin esque parts of the song as well? Because <laughs> that's where the money's at. I know they gotta squeeze it. They gotta squeeze that in there. That uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even the Super Sentai's, the, the Japanese shows, those were they were really known for their theme songs. So I think that's something that just carried over. <laughs> see, and you know that because you're uh, you are a real fan. They can't tell you you're not. <laughs> I know. See, I've watched them. Not all of them, but some of them. <laughs> I mean, how much? That's true. I mean, how many after? They've so many seasons. So know, many seasons. I know. Crazy. Crazy. Oh my crazy. God. You know what was big for me too was Barney. That was a huge I thing agree. for me. I agree. Another another serial, a uh, serial, my God, another series that gets like, oh, it's Barney, but like, oh my God. Well, the thing is, like, when you're young, like, when I was little, when I was like four or five years old, that's when it was like huge, and I was like, 
I remember I remember Barney before he was like the Barney people know, you know, he was blurple colored. He looked like slimy like. Yes! Oh my god! It was the um it was on VHS tapes with Sandy Maybe. Duncan. Sandy Duncan, the mom, she's always in it. Oh my god, I love Sandy Duncan. And she would sing songs too. And I was just say, yeah, she's she's always singing too, which is great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love that. I mean, people don't know that Barney. People always think of the fluffy, fatter dinosaur. But this this dinosaur was like slim. He's like yeah, he was slim. <laughs> it was the twink. It was twink Barney before he grew up to become Daddy Barney. <laughs> I'm Bear Barney. <laughs> was it called? Wait, was it called Kevin? Was it Barney, Barney and Friends? Barney. Okay, was it Barney and Friends? Um, Barney and Friends. The first, the first episode, the first video was like Backyard Gang or something. Backyard, the backyard, backyard Gang, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was obsessed with that. But then it's like, there's a point where like you get like seven or eight, and people are like, "Oh, Barney's for babies," you know. I'm like, and that's that's you know, there's a point where you just look down on Barney. Even Animaniacs, they did a parody of Barney, where they just like put throwing anvils on his head all the time, which is hysterical, <laughs> but <laughs> it's made of solid iron. It weighs a ton or two. <laughs> uh, but you're right. It's like, yeah, it became the cool thing to hate Barney, but he taught a lot of kids. He did, you know, great it's, things. It's a staple and it's very important. And, you know, so, and of course I love you. You love me. We're a happy yes, family. Yes. And I had I had my Barney slippers. I had my Barney stuffed animal. I had my Barney pajamas. I had yes. Barney everything. And um, I will never, you know, discount the love I had for it. So never, never. I mean, and truly. And then I mean, later on they got Baby Bob, Baby Bob, and, and BJ. Was <laughs> oh, it was BJ? It was BJ. <laughs> well, Baby Bob, your brother. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but he that show. I agree. And I remember even Barney books, reading them. He was everywhere. Yes, Talk yes. about everywhere. That dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Oh, I'm the baby gotta love me. There's another one. <laughs> 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 Trying to hit all these retro topics. Dinosaurs, too. There's so many. Let's go, we lived to the... I mean, that's the best time. You can't. It was the best times. I mean, honestly... Yeah, I mean, kids today might have modern technology, which was really cool that they can... <laughs> like, have tablets and stuff, but we had dinosaurs, and we had shows like that, and we had TV theme songs. Land of the Lost. Remember that show? And an amazing theme song as well. Living you know? in the Land of the Lost. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, my God. You could go on and on. There's so many amazing things from those, t- those times. Oh. oh, my God. So many. They came from Nickelodeon, came from Disney Channel, Fox. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Disney nerd, too. Oh, yes, uh, you are. We didn't even mention that. I know. You we didn't are mention Disney. Disney. You were a Disney fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to go to Disney World again in two days on Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy crap. That's amazing. How long are you going to stay? Uh, eight days a week. You know, we, we, I, we have, we're annual pass. We're Disney Vacation Club, so and we get annual pass holders and Wonderful. Stuff. Wonderful. So uh, I get there generally about two weeks out of the year. Are you going to – do you have outfits planned out already or you, do you go there and do you just go into your like your whatever you want to wear like your everyday kind of yeah i mean you can disney bounding is a lot of fun disney and, uh, and i have done a poo and piglet thing <laughs> for halloween we did a poo and piglet thing and it's funny because that's the one time you can actually dress up in something but i also want to make sure it's something that's comfortable on rides you know i don't right. want to oh, wear right right 
you don't want anything flying off when you're on like yes. Space Mountain or something, right? <laughs> Especially since it's in the dark, you can't see if it flies off or not. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you come off with half an outfit, Wait. like oh, all right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I want to do Disney Bounding more because I haven't done it as often. Uh, I did have a new I had a Flynn Rider cosplay that I did recently, which was fun. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so there's more Disney cosplays I want to do, but I'll have to look into Bounding since I'm in the park so often. Usually I just wear a fun Disney shirt. <laughs> Which always works, too, because you want to yeah. have fun, and like you said, you want to be able to like move around in the parks. Right. And... and something you can sweat in, you're comfortable sweating in. <laughs> so, Although, how is it? How is the weather now out there in, in Florida this time of and- year? Oh, it's very hot. Oh, it's probably, <laughs> probably probably worse than like the sum- rest of the summer because it's this is where the humidity oh. is the worst. It's like carrying over. Uh, oh, so you? Oh, I hope tank tops, Kevin. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> like I don't work on my my arms for nothing. Uh, so <laughs> and maybe can run into Brian out there. <laughs> it's like wait, there's arm guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I do have a lot of tank tops, and I do have like some fun Disney shirts that I wear, and then we have fancy dinners, so I wear like a nice little button up for that, and yeah. <laughs> I went to Disney right before the the December, right before I guess yeah oh. the shutdown. Oh wow! So okay. that was the last, and now I'm it's so exciting that you're going. <laughs> so and we're taking some people. I would like to take people who had never been before, who haven't been in a long time, and show them all the new things. And that's always exciting to see their reactions. And there's so many new things if they if they haven't gone in in a, in a while. Right, my goodness. Fiftieth right. anniversary this year, October first is their birthday. So fifty years. Retro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk 19, about retro. Nineteen seventy one. It opened. So it's pretty my crazy. My goodness. Yeah. And do you prefer? Do you prefer world to land? <laughs> well, I mean, is that a taboo question? I think it is. I, I always feel like I always worry about like offending the. LA people, the Anaheim people, the California people. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that is his park out there. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're they are very. All my friends there are very, you know, defensive, and they're very, you know, rooting for the Disneyland park because that's their baby, that's their homeland, that's you know. So I mean, and that makes sense. You know, it's rightfully, you know, the thing to do. So, but like, and that's true. That's true. Like, gets your yeah, it's the original. That's in your heart. Mm-hmm. So you know, you can't you can't. Um, fault them for that stuff but um disney world was the first park i went to and my my family was always in florida i had family in florida so i've been to there a lot more it's bigger there's more space there's lots to see <laughs> yeah, i hate to put that as like a like a thing on it but it even like downtown disney it's like a whole a whole place a whole thing yeah it's yeah like- yeah and you know four parks you have to take a bus to get there or a monorail to get there or whatever. yes yes uh, it's a lot which you know, sometimes it can be a little annoying to get from park to park. So I do appreciate, like, when I'm at Disneyland, I can just be like, oh, I'm just going to cross the street and go into the that, next park. That does, that does help. That's, like, the good, the really good part about it. Yeah. So it is kind of a nice perk. But, uh, yeah, there's just, you know, I'm, I always have a soft spot for the world. And I love them both. Really, I love them both. <laughs> that, see, that's a good answer not to offend anybody yeah. as well. But, yeah. I could see, though, having family in Florida. The one I'm more familiar with is World. Very (laughs) diplomatic as well. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, Kevin, where can people find you normally? And if someone wanted to connect with you and and see some of the work that you do. I'm on Instagram the most. That's, like, my primary spot to hang out. 
<laughs> um, so it's you can, the best. I hate. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to, to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm I'm on Twitter, but I don't like Twitter. I'm barely ever on there. I have to like have a really good reason to go on there. <laughs> okay, great. But yeah, on Instagram, my main account is kgz87. So kjeezy87. You know, it's a very eclectic account. Uh, so you get everything. You get my modeling. You get my cosplay. You get sometimes singing songs. You'll get some charmed posts. You'll get Disney posts. You'll get everything. So it's almost like what you heard today, but think of it with more and updated all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's I try to make that page. Just a, a very good summation of everything I am and who I am and what I love and what I enjoy. So it's just all me laid out there for you. So Kevin also has two podcasts as well. Would you like to tell people about them and, yes. and where they can find those? Yes. Okay. So uh, the first one is Words of the Witches. Which, if you're a Charmed fan, you would get that reference. It's a Charmed podcast. If um, you heard today's episode, you might <laughs> you might have been uh, a Charmed fan. Right, you might have been a Charmed fan. Um, but that podcast is going over all of the published material in the Charmed universe. So I'm going over all of the novels that were came out back in the day first. Um, all 43 of them. <laughs> And then uh, after that, I'm going to do the comic books and some of the, mag- the official magazines. And there's lots I have planned for that. I have like a four-year plan for that podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. Longevity. Yes. Longevity. So I'm very proud of that one. And it's really coming together and it's very fun. And yeah. you have a lot of great guest stars on there as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, you know, it's really nice because the d- dynamic changes. Every guest is a little different, brings something new, new to the table. And the way we talk is a little bit different. And it's cool having a guest to guest guest thing. So every episode you get a fresh take and a different perspective as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really loving it. I hope the audiences are loving it. Um, cool. And then the other one, I consider it's, it's hanging with the Hallowells. I consider it a sister podcast to brunch with the Hallowells because they are. I feel like it's it's all those same community circling together, and you know it's a <laughs> yeah. So we got a link. You got you you got your podcast here, and now you're on brunch with the Hallowells, and now we got. <laughs> My podcast plus hanging with the Hallowells. It's like it's it's fun. It's it's really cool. It's true. Both like doing like we're tackling two and both get the charmed in our lives too, which is wonderful as well. Like we, yeah. we get that our charmed fantasies. <laughs> oh my gosh, doing these podcasts just just talking about charmed is all I really wanted to do because I would listen to brunch. That's how I first connected with you two. I think. Yeah, you caught up. My God, you like whipped through that show. Fast. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think I listened to the whole series as. The whole podcast in three weeks up to the current. Holy crap. It was like that. Okay. Okay. I thought <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was like really fast you got through it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's really cool. And I feel like um, just talking about Charmed. And that's one thing. I listen to that. And I'm just like, I want to talk about stuff. I want to say stuff about this stuff. And uh, so now I have the opportunity to do it all the time and talk about Charmed and do something, fulfill my soul. It really does fulfill my soul in so many ways. So Charmed is that show for you. It's that show for me. But people have that show that they love, like we were saying earlier, that gives them something. It fills their heart. And you clearly have your heart filled when you talk about these subjects, which is wonderful. Well, thank you. Yes. And you have a YouTube channel as well. I mean, for anyone listening, I will link all of Kevin's social medias in the description and on the Instagram as well. But you could also find them on YouTube. Yes. Uh, right now, it's you can just look what, look up Words of the Witches and you can find the channel there. The podcasts are posted there as well if you feel like it's listening to them on YouTube. If you don't like, which more. I notice a lot of people. You're probably listening to this on YouTube now, everybody. But a lot of people <laughs> seem to really like the YouTube um, podcast. Yeah, I think because it's it's really convenient to get to. They know, they know how to use YouTube. They're familiar with the the layout and everything. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I used to have a 
Oh, back in the day, I had a, a different YouTube called KJ Charmed Freak. And, <laughs> and Ooh, is this still on there? It's around? still on there. It's still oh. on there. And I used to make Charmed fan music videos. Yes, I think I, I made about 30 fan music videos with a different uh, theme uh, of Charmed. And I would get, you know, the clips from fan sites at the time. So all of them are like really kind of, sometimes they're not the best quality clips, but I would do my best and Charmed.net and Charmed fan site and, you know, all those old classic fan sites. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on today. And again, everything will be linked in the bio. I think that's the term. The, this streaming, wherever you're listening to this, you'll find his stuff in, in, in there. In there, below. Oh, in that description below. box. Yeah, The description box. Oh my God. See, there's the memory going. And you can always reach the Radical Retro Rewind podcast on Instagram, one word, as well as YouTube. And then we will be back in October 1st with our new season. So I hope Woo-hoo. this gave everyone a little taste, held everyone over. And thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun. <laughs> thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you and you brought me back you brought me back yes, yes. and you're scheduled for words like next year september so in a year <laughs> okay so if anyone's listening to this i will be yes on words of the witches <laughs> i'm doing the last novel the last novel yeah which is a halloween book and i'm so glad that kevin is saying in a year because i'm freaking out because all of my charm novels are still missing but i'm so, still question did i inspire your uh <laughs> your base yeah, you know what that is one of the reasons because i'm like <laughs> i need to find my charm novels <laughs> And every time I do a basement video, I literally search. I'm praying for Charmed. I'm opening boxes. I'm like, Charmed? (laughs) A magazine? Something? Yeah, right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.